Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 10th episode of the Positive Players Podcast. My name is Grayson Morales, your host. And today, for this special episode, I say special because, you know, it's been a while since I put out an episode, y'all. It's been a very long time, but we are back, and I'm actually joined by Logan Plant for this episode. And we're going to be talking about Nintendo Direct. What's up, Grayson? Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming on. I I know you and I um, have been friends on Twitter for quite some time. I've been a big fan of um, MVC, which I know you um, you edit. Yeah, I helped produce Sometimes. it. Uh, been yeah. on a few times. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for people who don't know you, you want to talk a little bit about, about yourself, introduce yourself, what you do and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. So uh, I work with IGN. I'm on the news team as a freelancer. I've written some features there as well. And I'm the production assistant for Nintendo Voice Chat. They're a Nintendo podcast. Also, had the opportunity to go on a couple of times uh, on my own. I also do a, a video game podcast called Ode to Games with a couple of friends from mine from college. Um, so we, you can check us out on Twitter, find us there as well. So yeah, I'm around. Uh, yeah, looking to guest on some more <laughs> podcasts, make some uh, make some more friends out here in the in the freelance community. Yeah, that's awesome. I, and I'm you know I'm sure you are a big Nintendo fan as well. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> which is why you're here today. Um, so yeah, let's get right into it. So. It, of course, it took a Nintendo a Nintendo Direct for me to come back and do the podcast. It's <laughs> a good but, reason um, to. Yeah, so it's been what the last main huge Nintendo Direct like this was in late 2019, um, mm-hmm. and pretty much 2020 was filled with these indie directs and the partner directs and and directs focused on Super Smash Brothers, directs focused on Pokemon and um, and whatnot. Um, but now we finally got a 50-minute uh, Nintendo Direct with a lot of first-party announcements, some surprises, some not-so-surprises. <laughs> um, so yeah, we are going to be following <laughs> yeah. this um, press release from Nintendo, and we're going to just kind of go through these announcements one by one and sort of give our overall thoughts on everything. And at, at the end, we can kind of give our thoughts on the presentation and in general, how we felt about it, um, not having one of these for quite a long time, um, whether it lived up to the hype. Um, so yeah, the first game on this on this list is actually the last game that was announced during the presentation, and it was Splatoon 3. So uh, yeah, Nintendo showed off a pretty lengthy trailer. It was probably like two minutes long, I think. And it, it this confused me at first because uh, most of it was showing like an Same. inkling in like this apocalyptic wasteland. And I was like, is this a spinoff? Is this a single player thing? Um, which I was kind of hoping for. I, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm ready for a Splatoon 3. It seems a little bit soon. But I, I, actually thinking about it, Splatoon 3 is coming out five years after the second one. It just seems like this game has, it, it's still uh, getting a lot of, uh, it was getting a lot of updates with like Splatfest and things like that. So it, feel, it still feels fresh yeah. in my mind. But um, no, this this uh, the game looks really cool. I also think really it cool. feels fresh because it's. Oh, you, you sorry can... to interrupt, but I think it no, feels fresh because it's it's coming out on the the same on the same console as Splatoon two, and I kind of thought that Splatoon was a one entry per console franchise, kind of like a Smash Brothers or like a Mario yeah. Kart. I thought that it, Splatoon two was the Switch's iteration of Splatoon, so I also thought it was a spinoff because I didn't think they were going to pull a sequel on the same system. I, I thought that mm. was pretty interesting. Yeah. And Nintendo usually like waits a long time to release sequels for like their temple mm-hmm. franchises. Like you said, um, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Uh, yeah. Like since we found all these Splatfest and stuff, I'm like, I don't really know if I'm ready for Splatoon 3. But once they show like, the gameplay and you know, the, you can notice a few of the subtle differences. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm excited because I don't, I only play for the for Splatfest pretty much every few months to connect with friends, but I don't really play Splatoon like on a daily basis. I played it a lot when it when it came out, but did you did you play the second one a lot? Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Splatoon guy. I have over a hundred hours in two, and I of the bulk of that was the first year that it was out, mm-hmm. and then I, I did tail off, uh, went back in for the bonus Splatfest. I kind of did um, like the Super Mario one was a lot of fun, but. Yeah, I'm I'm really into Splatoon. I think some of the small differences were cool, like starting a match, you you blast into the map, you kind of aim and shoot where you want to land instead of just spawning at the mm-hmm. team base. I thought that that's a really interesting change. And I'm curious to see what kind of single player stuff is in here too because 
I actually went back and revisited the Splatoon 2 campaign because I never actually finished that mode. Mm. And uh, I played the Octo expansion and loved it. I think it's the best single player campaign they've done. And I think that the two campaign is an improvement over one. So every time they've done a single player campaign, mm. I think they've gotten better and better. So I'm super excited to see where that content goes as well. And spinoff modes like Salmon Run too. So I think there's a lot of potential. Yeah, I hope they can just fix a lot of the issues that many players found in Splatoon 2. Because I know the, um, uh, what you just mentioned, the uh, what are those things called? That multiplayer mode, with but it's only limited like in certain times. The Salmon uh, Run? Salmon Run, yeah. Um, yeah, I've never really played that too much with friends because it's usually not there, which sucks. So I hope in Splatoon 3 they don't have things like that. Um, I also mm-hmm. hope you can skip the introduction because that yes. <laughs> every time you start the game, you have to listen to um, with Callie, Callie and Marie's uh, conversations and it just takes a little bit of time to get through that. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm also excited for what they do with the single player. Cause I, so I didn't finish Octo expansion. I bought it, but it's, it's really hard. Like it's, it's really challenging. I, I remember having some issues with it, but yeah, I remember it, it being a lot of fun and mm-hmm. it gave me like Super Mario Galaxy vibes, the way the levels are set up. So it, it's going to be exciting mm-hmm. to see for sure to see how they they iterate on that in Splatoon three. If there's a single player at all, I, I hope there is. Um, I'm, I'm sure there will be because like yeah. just to fill out that package. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited for that. Mm-hmm. Sucks it's coming 2022. You know, it, it's like it, I wish it was like yeah, a, you know, it's big a long summer way game. Away. Yeah, yeah. Because there, you know, this direct was supposedly it was supposed to be mostly focused on you know games coming out in the next few months, but you know they tease us a little bit with that um just so we have something to be excited they for. they always say that and then they always show up <laughs> one of these things <laughs> i know they always do that right um so that's gonna join like the ranks of metro yeah. prime 4 and breath of the wall 2 to see if it actually comes out the next year and, oh man who knows yeah i'm i think splatoon 3 will definitely beat metroid prime 4 and maybe it'll even beat breath of the wild 2 who knows at this point yeah we could i mean i i just hope we have a repeat of 2017 and we get breath of the wall 2 in like spring that's what i'm thinking spring 2022 and then we get splatoon in the summer which would be cool to have that like five years after the and then super mario odyssey 2 in the fall oh that would be crazy or just like a new 3d mario yeah that'll be fun okay um okay so next the big another big reveal this is the first thing that was announced during the presentation uh so pira or Pyra, I forgot his name, I think it's Pyra, and Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles yeah. 2 are the next fighters to come to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate as the fourth DLC character in this fighter's pass. So there's two more left after this. And um, yeah, this was not a disappointment for me. It's just I was expecting something a little bit more, a little bit more oomph. Uh, I'm not like a huge Xenoblade Chronicles fan. I, I tried a little bit of the second one when it came out. Uh, didn't really grab me, um, but I, uh, the, this trailer still got me kind of excited though. It was, it was I think it was really well done um, because they did that whole fake out thing where the beginning it looked like it was going to be Xenoblade Chronicles game or another DLC expansion sort of thing, but you know it ended up being Smash. Uh, she looks really cool. You can switch between her during battle. I think it's like a. I don't think she's an Echo Fighter, right? She's like it's like Zeke and Shel- uh, Zeke, Sheik and Zelda sort of thing. I think yeah yeah it is like they used to be i think you can just swap at will um mm-hmm. not 100 percent sure yeah we have to wait and see but uh how are your excitement levels for this uh pretty low i've never played xenoblade uh from my understanding sakurai was a really big fan of xenoblade 2 so this pick kind of seems like it's someone he personally wanted in the game which is fine i think that i was more underwhelmed because I, I see that fighter's pass filling up. And as of right now, this is the last DLC this game is going to get. And there's still a handful of, of new franchises I'd like to see in. And I think not necessarily the character choice has me underwhelmed, but I, I know it's from Xenoblade 2 and Shulk is from 1, but I just love to see new franchises get added through this DLC. Like we got Banjo and Kazooie, we got ARMS and we got Terry and you get all these like fresh music tracks, fresh stages, like when you add entirely new franchises. And mm. so getting a second Xenoblade rep was slightly underwhelming, but I'm happy for the people who are excited about it. And we still got a couple slots left. Yeah, there's a ton of people excited for this. Cause I know there are a lot of mm-hmm. like, the Xenoblade fans are, you know, they're very loud. They they want people to know they're Xenoblade fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I wish I was, like this made me, this announcement made me want to go back and try uh, Xenoblade 2 again, but it just, 
mm-hmm. have the best time right now. And I, I know it's a very long game too. So uh, maybe one day when, um, yeah. maybe when she comes out or something, I don't know. But I, I'm excited to try out the fighter. I, I usually try out each fighter when, when they come out. Um, and I, I, I often mm-hmm. find myself surprised because I actually like playing with Sephiroth. I love playing with Minecraft Steve, even though I wasn't excited for that one either. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I might uh, find like a new main or something. So uh, I haven't played Smash Brothers yeah. really since Sephiroth came out. It's, it's always like when the new fighter comes out, I'll play a little bit and then drop it off to the next one. But mm-hmm. um, I have the fighters pass, so they, they already mm-hmm. have me in there. <laughs> uh, do you play Smash often? I know we were both hoping for, for Phoenix, right? Oh, yes. yeah, I do. I do. I play. It's like my Smash Ultimate's my number one game of all time, if I had to nice. make a pick for my favorite game. So, yeah, I play quite a bit. Uh, I've been playing actually a lot more recently. Uh, Sephiroth, I really like. Actually, most of the characters I play as the most are from the DLC. Banjo me and too, Hero me too, are my yeah. two mains now. Nice. Yeah, so I I really like the DLC pack. I really hope we get a third one because I don't want this ride to end yet because this game <laughs> is just... It's a it's an unrepeatable experience. They're never going to be able to get all these characters back in the no, same game ever again. Insane. I there's part of me that believes that it, it could be possible to do a third one. I don't know, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think this this is it. Like these these next two will, be, will just be it. I just don't think there's. I don't know. It's just too big. It's so big, and like I don't know how it could get any bigger than what it already is. Yeah, it's insane how many characters Phoenix. are included in this game. <laughs> Phoenix Wright, I would love, and also just like a Monster Hunter rep, too, would be cool. Um, Mm -hmm. Pretty much a lot of Capcom characters I want. (laughs) Uh, Like, um, uh, who else was I thinking of? Uh, Oh, Resident Evil character. That's that's another thing I kind of wanted the past few Mm -hmm. years. So, we'll see. That'd be a cool franchise to throw in there. Yeah, whenever I mention Monster Hunter character, people are like, well, Rathalos is in there. I'm like, it's a boss. I I want to play as like a hunter with like a great sword and a and a bow and a yeah and an accent so um okay yeah. next announcement the legend of zelda skyward sword hd probably the most surprising <sighs> <laughs> one of the uh, yeah. yeah it's so yeah so today's actually the uh today's the 35th anniversary of zelda uh, i think some fans were expecting some sort of zelda announcement during this and uh direct i think a lot of people were expecting sort of like a lot of Zelda um, anniversary stuff, but I think personally that we're going to get a Zelda direct separate from this, um, which would make sense. But yeah, they announced Skyward mm-hmm. Sword is coming to the Switch. Um, you can choose to use motion controls. You can choose to just use a controller, which is fun for people who didn't like the motion controls. I personally, uh, I really liked Skyward Sword when it came out. I thought it was great. I love the motion controls. Uh, when I saw this announcement, I, I just immediately thought of the other people who were like, I feel like a lot of people were disappointed by this. And I was like, ooh, those people are going to be very angry. But yes, to me personally, one of them. yeah, I honestly, like, when it comes to, like, these older 3D games, like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, I've replayed those two in the past few years when I was on Wii U. Skyward Sword, I haven't touched since it came out mm-hmm. on, on Wii. So I'm actually, I'm going to buy this. I'm excited to, to buy it and play it and kind of, like, see if it still holds up, see if it's as good as I remember. Uh, so we'll see how I feel about it. Uh, once I play it, but uh, they also announced these uh, Joy-Con, which are themed after the Master Sword and the Shield, which looked really cool. Uh, I'm not like a collector, so I probably won't be buying them, but they look cool. I'm excited mm-hmm. uh, for the game. Uh, I'm sure you have different thoughts on this announcement. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty underwhelmed by this announcement. I thought. I really thought this was going to be a big rollout for Zelda's 35th anniversary. I know we're still in the Mario window, which doesn't end until March 31st still. So maybe they're waiting until after that. But yeah, I was kind of disappointed with this reveal. I think Skyward Sword is my least favorite 3D Zelda. I like the motion controls. I like the story. I like the music. But it's just, in my opinion, a really padded out, bloated Zelda game because you return to the same areas over and mm-hmm. over. They do change them slightly, but I just feel like there's a lot of unnecessary bloat that pads out the runtime, but doesn't make the experience better in my opinion. So I'm excited to, to give it a second chance. I'm a little disappointed by the $60 price tag after Super Mario 3D All-Stars was just $60 for three games. If it had been Twilight, Wind Waker, Skyward Sword HD, that would have been a, an amazing value deal 
But I think mm. Nintendo knows that they can sell each of those for sixty dollars, <laughs> and yeah. and people will snap them up. Um, yeah. So that that's a little interesting, and yeah, I was just expecting a little bit more from Zelda, and then Breath of the Wild two. No news, except there will be news later this year. I was just overall disappointed with Zelda's presence in this direct with it being with seeing what they just did for Mario for his birthday and the amazing celebration they had with 3d world, 3d all-stars, the Mario Kart thing, all these events. I'm hoping that there's still more to come from Zelda in that, in that sense. Yeah. It was, it was sort of a slap in the face and then a punch in the gut when they were like, no breath of the wall too. Here's Skyward yeah. Sword. You're like, Oh, come yeah. on. I'm like, don't, <laughs> don't like spit on me and then like kick me down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Breath of the Wild 2 thing. I Part of me was like, I was hoping for something, but I think a deep dive, I knew they weren't ready to show it yet. And now I'm yeah. like, now I'm thinking, I don't think it's coming out this year because of that, you know, news. But I was also thinking if they do do the Zelda Direct, that they'll have, they'll show Breath of the Wild in that instead. Uh, so yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. But you're right, like the $60 thing, like it's a, it's a problem because like I'm the problem because I'm going to buy Skyward Sword for $60 and <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it should be like $40, you know, and people, I saw people on Twitter comparing it to um, mm-hmm. when Skyward Sword first released when it, it came with um, a, a Wii Remote, right? Or Wii Motion Plus or something. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, uh-huh. But basically you got the game and a free controller for 60 bucks and now they're charging $60 for just the game. It is HD, yeah. you know, they have tinkered with a few things, uh, frame rate, the graphics, of course. Um, I also wonder if, if if they possibly changed anything about the game. I, I don't think they have. Like, I know they made yeah. some changes with Wind Waker, uh, to to um cut out some of the blow when it comes to like finding the treasure or something. So, mm-hmm. but, but but the problem with Skyward Sword is like those problems are baked into like the the game, so you can't really just like remove those parts without just like cutting down like yeah. dozens of hours probably. Um, and that's like the problem I had with the game. I think I, the I thing you got to remove is is the dowsing. You got to get rid of the dowsing yeah. because you had to. It, it's the first person thing where you just point the sword around and you track down. I think it's parts of a key to unlock the door to the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Just remove that entirely, and I think that you you've solved a big part of the problem there. I think that yeah, like you said, a lot of it is baked into the quest. Like you do go back to these places multiple times for different reasons. And you can't really cut that out without massively changing the structure of the entire adventure. But getting rid of some of that pre-dungeon stuff, I think would go a really long way to maybe even making the areas more tolerable when you return to them later because you didn't run around dowsing for this piece for like 30 to 45 minutes before getting in the dungeon. Like, Just let me inside the dungeon because the dungeons are really good. Oh, I think yeah, that there's there's good. a lot of good stuff in Skyward Sword that... I hope they go the Wind Waker route and really take a look at the game and, and fix some of the things. Twilight Princess even had some changes. It had um, hmm. the the tiers of light you had to collect as the wolf. There were less of them. Uh, there were fewer you had to collect in each area. So I'm hoping that they do make some changes and maybe we'll get like a seven minute trailer two weeks before the game comes out. Like, hey, here's what's different in Skyward Sword HD because if it's just an up improved version of the Wii version... I don't really have any interest in going back and, and replaying it personally. Mm. Yeah. And the dowsing thing, all I remember is like Link looking really dumb because it's sort of like this and you're kind of like <laughs> moving the controller. And like that yeah. does not look cool at all. So yeah. yeah, that can be removed along with like a necessary padding. Hopefully we'll see. We have, yeah. um, when is it released? July 16th. So we have what? F- yeah. Four months, five months. So they have a lot of time to show more, more mm-hmm. of that game off. Um, I'm excited. I'm just. I'm, I'm also just excited for people who. There's a lot of people who've played Breath of the Wild, and that was their first Zelda game. So I'm excited for them to like check out another Zelda game. Like, but like what you said, it, it would be better if they were able to play like Ocarina of Time or like Twilight Princess or Wind Waker games yeah. that I, I think are objectively better than than Skyward Sword. But you know, if we get that direct, mm-hmm. hopefully everything will be wrapped fixed and we get everything on Switch, just like the Mario games that came. So. But I do think they'll charge yep. $60 for each one, like you like you said, for sure. Yeah, probably. Um, oh, just Or they could pair Wind Waker and Twilight Princess together and, and throw them in for 60 bucks. Yeah, like a little Wii U collection. Yeah, well, well yeah, they, I don't think they yeah. will. It's just like they, it, I just, they know that they can sell them. <laughs> they know they can sell copies of $60. So like, 
Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Okay. Um, next up, Mario Golf Super Rush. The latest installment of the Mario Golf series coming to Switch on June 25th. Features local and online multiplayer modes. They showed off a new speed golf mode, which looks really cool when all the players can run on the golf course That's at the awesome. same time and use like um, a, a fr- a ice flowers and fire flowers and attack each other, which looks really dope. Um, new characters is also a new uh, single player mode, which they brought back with Mario Tennis Aces, if I remember correctly. And I, I don't think a lot yep. of people loved it. Um, personally i'm not a big mario sports fan uh i think the last one i probably bought was like mario uh Austin, no sports stars what was it called it was on wii mario uh, sports superstars or mario sports mix sport yeah sports mix with had, had dodge it had like uh saw dodgeball okay. and like hockey i think and basketball and stuff that was yeah. pretty fun I'm, I'm just not like a big golf fan um or like a tennis fan so this announcement was like uh, not for me but i'm sure lots of people are excited about it um yeah what yeah. are your thoughts it's for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love mario sports games uh golf is actually one of my lesser mario sports series i love baseball and strikers i really want mm-hmm. those to come back I haven't had a new one of them since the wii but i think this game looks great i think that the speed golf looks Really awesome. I like the idea of using Mario power-ups to ruin your rivals uh, on your way to, to your next shot. I think that's super cool. And I asked for the story mode that the tennis story mode in Aces kind of promised a return to the RPG format of the old handheld games yeah. on Game Boy, Game Boy Color. And it didn't really deliver. Your character leveled up, but you didn't have any say in what stats you leveled up in. It was just like, oh, you're better now. Your character's better every time you level up. But just in the short snippet we saw of the story mode, it looked like they were allocating stats to different parts of the character. Like, oh, your technique, your spin, your power, your speed. And so I think that just that alone makes it look like more of an RPG like people want. So I'm hopeful they learned something from the Aces story mode, which people didn't really like. And, and improved upon it here. I also think golf is really suited to a single-player RPG mode more so than tennis. Like, Golf Story is one of my favorite games on Switch. Mm, same, I adore same. that game. So I'm, I'm, excited for, I'm excited for this one. I think it's really cool to see Mario Sports coming back, and hopefully Next Level Games is working on Strikers or something to be next year's sports game. Actually, I just remembered that I played a lot of uh, Sluggers on the Wii. Nice. Uh, and then I played a lot of Mario Hoops 3 on 3 on the DS for some reason. I, I love that game. <laughs> I played so much of that when I was a kid. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun to get out the, you know, the Dragon Quest characters and stuff. So that was a wacky mm-hmm. uh, collaboration. But yeah. Um, yeah, if anything brings me into this game, it is the RPG mechanics and the, um, the multiplayer mode. Because I have a lot of like Nintendo uh, friends. Uh, friends who are big Nintendo fans. So if they buy that and they're like, Oh, Grayson play this with us online. I'm like, okay, I'll just pick it up and then probably never touch it again. Um, mm-hmm. I actually played the old, uh, the old golf games on the, on the, was it the Game Boy Advance, right? The RPG ones. Yeah. There was one on GBA. Yeah. 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 yeah and those actually felt like, it felt like, uh, you know, golf story it was, it was like an actual RPG and you are like talking to people running around this, these maps. And then you're like, and then the golf is kind of like on the side or the tennis or whatever. So I, I like that. I just like, I don't yeah. like the activity, like, like golf story. I liked a lot, but some of the golf parts were actually like my least favorite of the game where I just liked running around and like oh, doing side quests and stuff and just like messing around with things. Um, mm-hmm. So that's exciting. We'll see. Hopefully they um, continue to learn from like um, Mario Tennis Aces and can improve upon like their sports games. I know lately, like the past few iterations of like golf and, and tennis, they just like been lacking in content. At times, I know, especially like Mario yeah. Tennis Ultra Smash, whatever it was on Wii. Oh, Ultra Smash! That, <laughs> that is one of the. That's the worst Nintendo game I've ever played. Ooh, it is. Yeah, so. it is just a skeleton of a game. Yeah. Let's hope this is good. Uh, next up was Project Triangle Strategy, and this comes from the same team that worked on Octopath Traveler, which is, I guess, now they're calling it the HD 2D series, uh, and this is sort of like just a follow-up mm-hmm. to that, not exactly a sequel. But this has tactical uh, combat instead of the traditional turn-based combat that Octopath Traveler had. Um, I thought it looked really pretty. Um, I actually played the demo um, a little. I didn't finish it. uh, And I didn't really uh, find myself enjoying it as much as Octopath Traveler. I'm not a big tactical person. 
besides like like i like fire emblem mm -hmm. but it's not like my favorite nintendo franchise um so i'm kind of like eh, on it i, I kind of did you finish see... octopath traveler no no way it was uh, yeah i think i've got like yeah maybe over halfway um and i feel like everyone i talk to has never finished it <laughs> either um yeah have you finished it the grind in that game is just brutal. No, I played it like 20 hours and I loved it. And then you, mm -hmm. you gather up the eight characters and it's like, okay, now level everyone up like 15 levels to go to their next story chapter. And it's, it's ridiculous, which is why I'm excited for this because I think that a tactical RPG isn't going to have as extreme of a grind because that's just not really the nature of, of the genre. So mm. I'm super excited because I love the music and the story and the art of Octopath Traveler, but the, the grind was just a bit too much. So I'm really looking forward to this. I love Fire Emblem. Uh, I've played all of them since the 3DS and then Three Houses on Switch. So yeah, I'm excited to, to jump into this one. I played the demo too. I skipped all the story stuff because it's like chapter <laughs> six. So it just made no sense. It was um, so much text. Yeah, it was a lot, but I'm excited for this one. I think it's it's definitely on my radar for 2022. Yeah, I... I started the demo and I saw like, I was like, I had to press the skip button like five times before we actually get <laughs> yeah. to the combat. And then they're still talking. I'm like, okay, I don't know any of y'all. Like I just, let me play the game. Um, I have to try it out again. Cause I, I played it. I was like in the combat for like five, like a few minutes and I was like, yeah, it's not really my thing. Um, but it is coming out in 2022. And I know that I know they're taking feedback on the demo. Like they did with Octopath Traveler. I love that they do so, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So they have that fan, that community feedback and can fix up the game and whatever issues people have and hopefully make mm -hmm. a really strong like final product. I did notice in the demo that some of the, like the sprites were kind of off. I don't know if you noticed it. Like it, it, they just didn't seem as like detailed or cleaned up as like Octopath Traveler, but I'm sure it's because it is an early demo. I'm sure they're going to clean that stuff up, you know. Yeah, I so. didn't. I didn't really notice that. I played in handheld mode, so maybe mm. maybe it was different if you played. On I was playing on my TV, but... so maybe that's why yeah. <laughs> I'm blowing up those pixels so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So 2022, the demos. Yeah, the demos out now on the Switch shop, if, the Switch eShop. If anyone wants to try that out. Um, so yeah, uh, excited for that one. Star Wars Hunters, which was really not. It was just a logo for the most part. Uh, I know it's a free-to-play online multiplayer game that's coming to mobile devices as well, um, and Switch. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I like Star Wars. I'm just not. A, I'm not a big. Uh, I don't play a lot of online multiplayer titles, especially like free-to-play stuff. Uh, we didn't really get much. <laughs> we it did, they didn't show us any gameplay, so we literally don't know anything about it. It's taking place between Episode Six and Seven. So, okay. Mm -hmm. uh are you a big star wars fan at all yep nothing to add on yeah. that one <laughs> yeah <laughs> i uh, used to be and then the rise of skywalker kind of killed my fandom mm. a little bit and i'm trying yeah. to uh heal heal my relationship with the series yeah i i, I love you. fallen order though jedi fallen order is one of my favorite star wars things ever so i'm I excited to see if that well. game gets a sequel yes for sure i i think it we, is I feel like we, just... we like a lot of the same things grayson <laughs> <laughs> i know like i love star wars you love star wars monster hunter phoenix right like perfect um yeah, yeah that's coming out this year i don't know why they didn't they couldn't show any of it okay next <laughs> oh speaking of monster hunter yeah. there was a new monster hunter rise trailer which we didn't really need this game's coming out next month the demo has been out for a while now they've shown lots of footage for this game mm -hmm. but this trailer like hyped me up even more for this game they showed off like six or seven new monsters they showed off um, these like special events where you're you're fighting like against like three or four monsters at once, which is like I think is like new to the series. Um, it looks good. I'm excited. I'm gonna be playing it. Um, yeah, looks amazing. This? Yeah, it looks so good. <laughs> I'm super um, excited. I I'm excited that that uh, pro controller that I don't need is coming out uh, in North America, which which I might have to pick up now. Uh, but yeah, I honestly kind of looked away for most of this trailer because I've seen enough. I don't want to see mm -hmm. all the new monster designs and everything. And I feel like they've been showing so much like new areas, new monsters every time this game shows up. So I'm good. I don't need to know anymore. I played the demo. I really liked it. Uh, there was no chance I wasn't buying this game. So mm -hmm. I've definitely seen enough, but I think it just looks gorgeous. Yeah, for the Switch. Yeah, it looks great. Mm -hmm. it looks so good. It's using that um, the Resident Evil engine. What they use for like seven and eight, so it, it looks it looks great. It, the demo has been has felt really great, and I think the main the, mm -hmm. the full launch will probably like feel a little bit more improved. So I'm I'm very excited yeah. for this game. I what actually managed to use. 
So in world, I pretty much stick to greatsword. Uh, I, I, I'm so bad at like trying new weapons. I, cause I get so comfortable with something Me and too. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't want to use anything else, but for the demo, I like tried to break out of my comfort zone a little bit. So I tried using the, um, uh, what was I using the heavy, heavy bow gun and the light bow gun. And mm-hmm. they're awesome. They're really fun to use. I was always intimidated by like ha- always having to have ammo and stuff, but it's really not that difficult to like figure out. And it's great for like support roles. If you're like, you know, standing in the back to shooting the monsters down, it feels like a completely different video game. Like I'm playing a third person shooter or something and I'm like, yeah, Oh, I'm missing yeah. out. And then I was using um, the hammer. So I like heavy weapons. I like feeling like the impact mm-hmm. when I hit the monsters. So what weapon do you use? Mm-hmm. I'm a switch X main. I pl- that's all I used in world <laughs> and they made it even better in rise. And I really want to branch out, but it's so hard when you're so comfortable with a weapon, like you were saying. So I want to try the hunting horn because it looks awesome. I played it with it in the demo and it was a lot of fun, but mm. I know I'll probably just uh, trend back towards the switch X. Yeah. I did read that they're, they're making it easier to upgrade weapons to like craft new stuff. So yeah. That's great. If you want to try out, cause that's a problem too with the world. If you wanted to try a new weapon, you would have to like, okay, now I have to defeat these monsters to get these parts to make it as equally powerful yeah. as the one I was using. Then I'm just like, you know what? I don't have time for this. I'm just going to keep using my great sword that just, I know is powerful. Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually managed to buy the, the monster hunter switch uh, the other day because my, my partner, nice. my partner, um, he started playing world like last year, really liked it. Um, his first monster hunter game. He doesn't have a switch. So I made sure that he has his own switch and he's going to have monster hunter and we're going to play together. So I'm excited. Actually, That's I'm awesome. not like a big fan of the design. It looks, it looks fine. I just wish it was like it's a little better. busy for me. Mm. It's fine. I just he didn't need a switch. I was like, might as well just buy this. It comes bundled in with the game. So yeah, why not? Uh, and I haven't, awesome. I haven't, I haven't bought in like a new switch since my original launch switch. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like the next few games now now are going to be sort of like. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Probably not much to talk about, but they are me, uh, me remaking Metopia, uh, like remastering, which is a 3DS game that came out. Um, <laughs> I feel like it wasn't really that successful. Yeah, it, it's it, 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 it takes inspiration from the from the Find Me RPG game on the 3DS with that you use like me coins and stuff for. Uh, very light RPG mechanics, uh, pretty much like, I, I don't want to say like baby's first RPG, you know, but that's kind of what it is. It's like very simple, me mm-hmm. characters, put them in wigs, makeup, um, which are like new features for the Switch version. Uh, coming out May 21st, and it costs $50, which I don't know how, I, I, I don't know how to feel about that. The 3DS one probably cost $40 when it launched, and it's just pretty much a shiny yeah. version of the game. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't play it, so... Can't yeah, really it's interesting. It. I haven't played it either. This is one of those games that came out, I think, after the Switch was already out. There were a handful of mm-hmm. first-party 3DS games that were still rolling out in 2017 and 18. And, yeah, I'm sure it sold absolutely <laughs> nothing. So I guess it makes sense they're bringing it back, but I feel like at $50, it's not going to sell anything again because it doesn't <laughs> look like a $50 title when scrolling through the images. And with so many games coming out, especially like in May, May's a really busy time. I think that I think this isn't going to do very well, which is a shame because like Tomodachi Life, I think it kind of takes some of the quirkiness of that. And I, I really enjoyed that game back on 3DS. And mm. I'm interested in Miitopia, but I'm personally on the fence about it, too, because of the price and because of my backlog and other things I want to play. So I'm just I'm not sure if this thing's going to find success on Switch either, which is a shame because I'm sure it's a good game. I've heard some good things about it. It's just that no one played it. Yeah, I think if anything, this opens the door for like other 3DS titles to come to Switch. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's exciting. Because um, I know rec- like back when the Switch first launched, like you said, they were bringing a lot of DS games to 3DS or like GameCube games like Luigi's Mansion and Kirby's Air Ride. Like a Wii- I'm not Air Ride, um, Kirby's Epic Yarn, a Wii game. They were just like experimenting, yeah. like porting everything they can to the to the 3DS for some reason. Um, so we'll see. Maybe we, this, mm-hmm. is, this means that, you know, Ocarina of Time will come to the switch soon so that just gives us more hope for stuff like yeah that. our link between worlds yeah that too there's a lot of like archaic Icarus. i would love that um oh, a nice cleaned up remastered version of that game would be super cool um yeah. next up was yeah. knockout city which is like the weirdest trailer i've ever seen for a video game 
Uh, it's pretty much like a pretty much like a I don't know if it's free to play. I don't think it is, but it's like an, a team based multiplayer uh, dodgeball game. Very much uh, gave me Ninjala vibes, which I, I played a little bit of. Uh, mm-hmm. but this looks fine. It's a cool uh, kid friendly Switch game coming out May twenty first. So, anything to say about that? I got nothing. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, Fall guys coming to Switch this summer. It, that was a, this was the thing where I felt like we knew it was coming. It was just like a matter of when and not if. Uh, I feel like this should have been like a shadow drop. That would have been cool, but nonetheless, it's coming in May. So that'll and it's crossplay too, which is. If cool. I had to guess, oh, is that confirmed? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see yes. that. That's that's yeah, awesome. Someone told because me that. I was hoping it would be because I would love. I'd love to play Fall Guys on my Switch and hopefully be able to transfer. I, I'm obsessed with Fall Guys. I play it <laughs> yeah. all the time. Uh, so hopefully be able to transfer all my costumes and crowns and points over from the PlayStation version, I think would be a really big deal because otherwise I don't have a, a real reason to pick it up on Switch. So yeah, that's. I think it's really exciting. I think it wasn't a shadow drop probably because Sony had a year of exclusivity with it, I'm guessing. That's true. Yeah, um, probably. So probably see it in like August, which is around when it came out on yeah fuck guys is fun i've never won i've like never won a match <laughs> ever and i i played i played quite a lot of it um when it comes to switch i might uh, i don't know if i'll buy it on switch because i already have it on playstation for free i'm like eh. yeah I, it, it's kind of like i feel like it was a nice big summer hit but um whenever they release a uh, new seasons though i do like coming back and hanging out with friends and like playing a couple mm-hmm. of matches uh so that's gonna be fun that's yeah. gonna bring in a lot of hope a big new audience to that game yeah for sure Um, which needs it i feel like the player base is dwindling oh yeah for sure so this is uh dc superhero girls team power i it's not a game for me uh uh yeah so this is based on the cartoon network show yeah you play as a spat girl supergirl wonder woman who must overcome high school while saving the city uh june 4th um yeah i don't have anything to say about this i yep just gonna <laughs> get right past this yep. one next <laughs> up um famicom detective club the missing air and then so this game is like a modernized version of a classic um nes like visual novel so there's two versions the missing air and then the other one the girl who stands behind uh i'm actually kind of excited for this as, as you know like we're, we're both like ace attorney fans me too Definitely gave me vibes of that. I think the animation looks really cool. Uh, I've never heard, I never even heard about these games until the direct. Um, but I'm excited. These are coming out May 14th, and you can buy the games together for a discount. And my friend actually told me that both games are like completely different stories, I think. So that's that's gonna be fun. I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited for this. Uh, I like visual novels. I, I like visual novels, but I feel like I don't play them too often. Uh, but these are cool. I'm excited for mm-hmm. them. Yeah, I'm really excited for these. It's in a direct where I really, really was hoping for the great Ace Attorney localization news. This mm-hmm. was the next best thing. Uh, these look really, really cool. I think it's fantastic that games from the 80s are getting remade and brought to the States for the first time. That's that's an amazing announcement that yeah. was honestly one of my highlights of this presentation. Me too, Sam. I was, I was also hoping for some Ace Attorney stuff because I've, <sighs> I've been seeing, I think there were some leaks <laughs> Or Capcom leaks yeah. about the great Ace Attorney getting localized or whatever, but I we'll get it soon. I just I want it. I just I, after, after yeah. playing through the trilogy recently, like again, I've like oh, I really want a new Ace Attorney game, and those games are really good too. So, um, yeah. Apex Legends is coming to Switch on March 9th. I think it was already announced, or we didn't have a date yet, or something. Uh, I've never played Apex Legends. Yeah, we already knew it was coming. Yeah. So I don't have much to say about this, uh, but that's cool. New audience. Me neither. I've also this never played it. So many people own Switches. This is going to be a great boost for that game's community, I'm sure. Um, and it's also like the art style, I think, lends itself well to the Switch because it's like, you know, I have that cell shaded sort of thing like Fortnite. So it'll, yeah. I'm sure it'll play fine. It'll look good. Uh, another port, Plans for the Zombies Battle for Neighborville, March 19th. Don't have anything to say about this. <laughs> Uh, Legend of Mana <laughs> is getting remastered. Uh, HD graphics uh, launched for Switch on June twenty fourth. This and um, what was the other one? Uh, there was another like old school RPG getting remastered. 
uh, Saga Frontier remastered. Um, is Both. it the Saga Frontier? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, yeah, I, I've never really been into the Mana series. I'm a big Final Fantasy fan, but these games just never really look super appealing. Uh, are you a fan of either of these? I uh, am excited about Saga Frontier. I think that game looked great. I really actually don't like Secret of Mana. I've played it mm. in both its original and remade form, and I'm not a fan at all. So <laughs> I don't I don't really care about this announcement. But I know a ton of people love the Mana series. So, yeah, good for them. Didn't they, didn't they just release a remake of... Wait, was that Legend of Mana or Trials of Mana or something? Uh, Trials of Mana just got a remake. Okay, yeah. And then Secret of Mana got a horrible remake a couple of years ago. <laughs> Yeah, that's why every time I hear new anything about these games, no one really like like praises them that much. I'm like, I guess I'm not really missing out on anything. Uh, and I just yeah. don't. So Square Enix does this thing when they, whenever they remaster like Final Fantasy games, where they have like these this ugly like mobile port looking text in the game, and it just doesn't look yep. good or appealing to me. So mm-hmm. yeah, not really a fan of those. Uh, Outer Wilds, uh, which is like a critically acclaimed, a critically acclaimed indie game, which came out I think 2019. Uh, not to be confused with Outer Worlds, which already came to Switch. Uh, so this launches on Switch this summer. I've actually played a little bit of this game. I, I know people adore this game. Uh, that like it changed their lives, like they cry and get them emotional. I played for like two hours, and and while I understand like the concept of it and why people like it, it wasn't really my thing. I'm not really not only do I not like never play first person games, I'm not really into like first person games that are like obtuse and like, I don't know what to do. And the controls are kind of bad when I'm flying the ship and I'm like just lost. <laughs> uh, I, I feel like if I played a little bit more and mm-hmm. gave it a chance, maybe I would have been into it more. The music was good. That's like one of my positives where the music was really cool and chill. Um, so I'm excited to come to switch, you know, again, people are going to get another chance to try it out. Um, have you played this one? Yeah, I'm gonna play it on Switch. I'm I haven't played it yet. I've thought about it on PlayStation multiple times and never pulled the trigger. So I think Switch is a really good place to play this game. Mm. Yeah, it seems like a very like lay down in bed and kind of just like get lost in this in space, you know, discover mysteries and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was an entirely brand new announcement, but Samurai Warriors is getting another entry. Samurai Warriors Five coming to switch i think it's also coming to playstation and xbox or something i forgot which other consoles but yeah it's i i'm not a big muso fan uh i've never played actually i played dynasty warriors in the past um and i I think i've actually played the samurai warriors game that came to 3ds around launch because it was like nothing else to play uh but like i said i wasn't really Mm -hmm. into it um yeah any any excitement for this one yeah, I just like the I just like the Nintendo Warriors games, the Hyrule ones and Fire Emblem. I I need a mm-hmm. franchise like that I care about to pull me into that style of gameplay. Yeah, something to have you like connect with the game in some way. Um, yeah, that's exciting. It's coming to Switch. It looks cool. If people like Samurai Warriors, Dynasty Warriors, I'm sure they'll like this one. So uh, this is actually an announcement yeah. that I was actually excited to play. But World's End Club which comes for the creators of Danganronpa and Zero Escape series. Zero Escape, which I love. Um, it's like a, uh, I don't know how to, what kind of the genre. I guess it's like a, a mystery game. But um, it says, you and 11 others known as the Go-Getters Club set off on a journey across Japan and experience an adventure that blends, side, that blends side-scrolling with a suspenseful narrative. So this game actually came out in Apple Arcade as an exclusive, uh, I think maybe a year ago. Um, and now it's coming to Switch on May 28th. Uh, I actually want to play this. I like Danganronpa. I like um, Zero Escape series. It looks really cute. I actually saw that the, um, I think the art, the person who did the art for the characters is the same one who did the the Pokemon gym leaders and Sword and Shield. Because as soon as oh, that trailer cool. popped up, I'm like, oh, this looks like a Pokemon spinoff. But it was just, you know, World End Club, which <laughs> I thought was actually an entirely new game too, but it's been out for a while. Um, so I might try it out. We'll see. Yeah, this one was kind of like a, a bait and switch for me because I thought it was going to be a visual novel like Danganronpa or Zero Escape, but then it's more of like a side-scrolling action game, so kind of mm-hmm. different for those that series. Um, so I want I want the Danganronpa games on Switch. I think those mm-hmm. would be a really cool place to play. And I, 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 I would play, play yeah. I, I never played, played them. I played Zero one. Escape, but not those. Yeah, okay. I played the Zero Escape series, and I played the first Danganronpa, but I never finished it. Uh, don't remember why. I think I had it on Vita or something, and just never went back to it. But if they were on Switch, I would I would play the heck out of those. 
Cause that's just the perfect, I don't yeah. like playing visual novels on the, like a TV. It's just not really comfortable. So yeah. Um, okay. We got animal crossing new horizons update. We already knew the, we already knew that Mario items were coming, but now we've got to get, get a good look at them. They're bringing back like super, super mushroom. There's like a, a pipe that people are freaking out about. Cause you can warp, you, you can place a warp pipe in two different <laughs> locations and, and travel between them, which I think will be crazy for like, people um making like creative islands and stuff i remember during the direct the yeah, the, sure. the announcer was like you guys can try making your own world mario world and pe- i'm like people will people are gonna make like recreations of world one one or something i'm, I'm sure and it's like have a yeah, lot of fun of with course. these uh I, I i dropped off of animal crossing probably back in the summer uh but i'm glad you know getting more content because you know that game is crazy like sold so many units, like 30 million, which is crazy, yeah. insane. So yeah, I'm sure a lot of people will check this out. Are you still playing Animal Crossing or have you played it at all? I'm not too sure. I'm not playing it anymore. I, I played a ton when it came out and then fell off like a ton of people did uh, in June, July. And I think that yeah. n- Nintendo content was one of the main things missing from New Horizons. Like New Leaf had it in spades. So much cool Nintendo stuff to put in your house and... I really felt that absence when I was playing New Horizons. So I think it's really awesome that it's finally getting Nintendo stuff in the form of Mario. Hopefully Zelda, Metroid, stuff like that is still to come. Yeah, having like Zelda content will be cool for the anniversary. Like, yeah, I think it'll come like after March 31st once whatever happens after that date, we don't know. But (laughs) yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Probably nothing. Uh, Yeah, probably nothing. Uh, they also announced that uh, Age of Calamity uh, is getting deal, some DLC. I think uh, some new characters, some new stages and stuff. Mm-hmm. The first wave is coming in June and the second wave is coming in November. So they're going to be working on this. They're going to be working on this for a while. Um, the expansion patch is 20, bu- 20 bucks to get all of that. And then weapons, costumes for Link. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I played through Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity um, to the end. I, I'm... I liked it for what it was. I just wasn't a fan of the combat too much. Um, I'm I'm not going to be purchasing the the DLC. I just don't really want to go back to that game. Uh, I, I know you mentioned you were you mm-hmm. played it. Um, are you are you planning on yeah, jumping into I this? I loved Age of Calamity. I really, really, really liked that game. I thought I actually really dug the combat. Um, Link was my main character. I just love how powerful he felt compared to standard Zelda games where mm. it's way more methodical in its combat. It's, it was fun to just go on a power trip like that for a game. And I think it's cool this is getting extra content. It's the best-selling Warriors game of all time. So, of course, they're going to try and capitalize on that on that base that has it. And, yeah, more characters, more missions, new maps. I'm excited to see where they go from now. I kind of hope they go off the rails with it and introduce non-Breath of the Wild characters, because Hyrule Warriors had characters from all over the place, and I would really like to see, now that they told their story within the Breath of the Wild universe, um, kind of, uh, I would be excited to see some random ads get thrown in there from other Zelda games. What character do you want to see? Is there, like, one character you really want? Like oh, like, like Skull Kid would be super cool. Uh, that would be a really good ad. Just... Maybe some of the people from Ocarina of Time they had in Hyrule Warriors, like some of the sages from that game. Just just other characters in the mix, I think, would be a lot of fun. Maybe if they were even created in the Breath of the Wild art style and just thrown in there, like cool. that would be a really cool crossover. Yeah, I remember Hyrule Warriors. There's only Breath of the Wild characters they can pull over. Yeah, like I feel like they 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 already stretched with like that initial cast. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be, it'll be cool yeah. if they go whack, wacky with it and they're bringing like Tingle and Linkle and all those characters that they, yeah. <laughs> they had in Hyrule Yeah, Linkle, yeah. <laughs> you forgot about her, didn't you? Uh, yeah, because okay. I never played the 3DS or the Switch version, so I never actually played as Linkle. I just played it on Wii U. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought she was in the original mm-hmm. Wii U version? They added her later on? Oh, I think she was... I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think she was just new in the 3DS version. I don't think she ever came out on Wii U as DLC. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Ghost and Goblins Resurrection, which was already announced, uh, it's like a little remake of the in the classic title that's coming out February 25th. Oh, this week actually. So, yeah, that is. Uh, I'm I'm not a I'm a big Ghost and Goblins fan. This was kind of like, oh, okay, but no, that's cool. <laughs> I um, think the art style is ugly. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm not a fan. 
and then you know a Capcom Arcade Stadium, which is also uh, this has uh, Ghost and Go- the original Ghosts and Goblins will be available for free. Yeah, this is a collection of classic games. None of these also I'm not like a I'm not fond of. I don't have nostalgia for, so this is not mm-hmm. really my thing. <laughs> That's kind of um, how I feel about the rest of this list. <laughs> Yeah, um, so this one actually I'm excited for. No More Heroes 3 finally got a release date, August 27th. Yep, that's the only other one I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I love No More Heroes. Uh, I bought No More Heroes 1 and 2 on Switch when they got dropped last year, which I still need to finish. Um, but I, I played them when they originally came out on Wii. This game looks like it's just, no, it's just more No More Heroes, the hack and slash, cool music, cool boss fights. I'm excited to to jump into this. I am... I. I, I'm afraid that it, it could possibly be a disappointment just because every time I see footage of that game, it looks kind of rough around the edges. Um, it doesn't look super polished or cleaned up, but I hope you know they can fix it before it launches and make it look really pretty. Um, yeah, there's not really much to say. I'm like, I, I love the series so much. Uh, it, it, it's so cool that we're getting a third entry and it's exclusive to Switch. Uh, yeah. So that's, I'm hyped, very hyped. Yeah, I'm hyped too. I really liked one and two. I really did not like Travis Strikes Again on Switch, so I'm excited that they're going back to one and two for a third entry. Yeah, I'm glad they're sticking to like the traditional, uh, like third person style and not like that top down. It, it was it was it was fine for what it is. I think there was a lot. To, I, I love like the nods and references to like other gaming franchises like Metal Gear Solid and the crazy things they did in that game. Mm-hmm. I, actually don't, I actually don't think I finished it. I think I got stuck stuck on like the final boss fight and I never was inclined to like really finish it. I'm like, eh, I'm not really enjoying the game too much anyways. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Neon Whites, which is a new indie game from Annapurna. Uh, they're, they're publishing and the developer is actually the same person who made Donut County, which is like one of my favorite indie games ever. Uh, but this game was cool. I, I don't know if it's for me because like it's like a, I'm not really into like these first person like action games. Like it gives me like Mirror's Edge, Doom Eternal kind of vibes. But the whole yeah. thing there's a card there's a card battling system in there, so it's cool mashup of like things you've never really seen before. So it looks pretty interesting to me. Yeah, it does look interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think we got a new trailer for Bravely Default Two, which comes out also comes out this week. Uh, I'm not a fan of Bravely Default. Uh, I don't know what it is about that series, but I tried playing the first one, and it just, it just not for me. Uh, I remember getting so annoyed with the fact that you had to like do the same dungeons over and over again, like four times in a row or something. And I was like, you know what? Nope. Ooh, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I tried playing the demo for uh, Bravely Default Two on Switch. And I also just like wasn't really. I, I don't know. I think it's the art style or something, or the characters, or like the voice acting. It just like everything comes together in a way that doesn't vibe with like my tastes. Um, but I know people people adore. Mm-hmm. Series super excited for this. Um, are you excited for this? <laughs> I'm not gonna play it. I'm. I also just don't really like the art style. And I've heard that Bravely Default 1 is a big grind, just like Octopath Traveler is a big grind. So I know that I'd never finish it if I picked it up. So it's probably best to just pass on this one. Yeah. But if anyone, you know, the demo's on the eShop, you can try it out. Um, someone else might like it, but not me. <laughs> uh, so sorry. Tales from the Borderlands, uh, you know, port of the um, Telltale game is coming out March 24th. I'm not a big Borderlands fan, but this is probably my favorite uh, Telltale game. It's super hilarious. Uh, the story is actually really good. The characters are really cool. Um, it's like a random game to port to the Switch, but I'm glad it, it's there. Uh, I think if people if you don't if people don't like Borderlands, I I would still suggest trying this out if you like um, like visual like mm-hmm. interactive adventure games. Um, you can kind of jump into it without mm-hmm. prior knowledge because they introduce new characters and there's some nods like references to the series, but I, I really, I'm a big fan of this one. So cool. Yeah, that's coming. I like some of the Telltale games I've played. So cool to get more on switch. Yep. Yep. Uh, this stubs the zombie and rebel without a pulse. I have no idea <laughs> what this game is. I know it's like a, a port of an older title. I don't know what console it came out on. It looks, ter- it looks terrible. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what yeah. this was like, this in the direct, I was like, you guys are just putting everything, anything in here now. 
to fill up the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just March 16th. <laughs> That's coming. Uh, I don't know what this is either. I think it's some sort of cult classic, but I've never heard of it until the direct. Same. Uh, Hades is getting a physical version, a physical release on Switch, which is awesome. Comes with a fun extras um, soundtrack, 32-page character compendium, which has a whole bunch of good artwork of the game. I freaking love Hades. I spent, like I think, like 50 hours or 60 hours so far. I'm, I beat I, I beat it once, but I'm still trying to do I'm still trying to beat Hades ten times, which which is what you have to do to like see the rest of the story. I think I beat him like six okay. or seven at this point, but that's a game I just keep going back to. Cool. Uh, it's kind of like my comfort game when I when I don't know what to play. I just like it's just there and it's so it's always so satisfying. It never gets old. Uh, I love it so much. I gotta play it. I have it on Switch, and I still have not have not started it and just everybody who plays it seems to love it yeah, yeah it's just like the roguelike like if you even if you don't like roguelites i'm sure you heard it it's like it's still good it's just still so good for anyone mm-hmm. to jump into the story is super compelling the characters are awesome um yeah it's awesome so physical collection that is great i almost purchased this one just for like the art book um but i might skip out on it because <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't have like any physical games so <laughs> everything's digital for me uh, this was probably like gotcha. this is really surprising for me. Ninja Gaiden is getting a collection on Switch and other consoles as well. June tenth, uh, Ninja Gaiden one, two, and three. Ninja Gaiden one and two are really good games. Uh, I haven't played them in a long time, uh, but I remember three was kind of disappointing uh, when it launched. Got like pretty bad reviews, if I remember. Uh, but this is cool. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna pick this up. Um, those games are very difficult, but I remember having a lot of fun with them. Uh, I'm sure it's gonna be like. $60 or something. But uh, ha- have you played Ninja Gaiden before? Are you a fan? No, I have it. I have Ninja Gaiden 3 on Wii U, uh, but I have not played it. Oh, you bought it for Wii U and never played it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to collect all of the all of the Nintendo published Wii U games cuz I I love the Wii U irrationally. So, and that one I found it for like 6 bucks in a bargain bin. I was like, hey, why not?" Yeah, like but, since yeah, never touched it. Yeah, since there wasn't much to play when the Wii U launched, I played. I think I must have rented. I think I rented it from GameFly mm. or something. And I'm like, this game is kind of bad. Uh, that's also how I played Assassin's Creed Three for the first time. And I and I bought I bought my Wii U with Zombie U. Like that was my game that I bought the Wii. U. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which was actually really good. It's a very good horror game. I was not disappointed. Cool. Um, uh, and the last one was Saga Frontier, which we already talked about. So yeah, that was everything. I think there was like a total of 30 games shown. Um, and for me, per- like thinking back on that, for me personally, I don't think it was the direct that I wanted. Uh, after waiting for so long, it kind of just felt that this just wasn't enough for me. And like with the Zelda stuff and like not having like a, a big first party Nintendo game to be excited about in the next few months, it's kind of like, a bummer for me with Skyward Sword, I guess is like the big first party game I'm excited for, but it's a port of a Wii game. So there's just like not a big new Nintendo game that I'm excited to play um, in the next few months. And that kind of bummed me out. Like I would probably mm-hmm. score this like, if, like a, like a B, like a B minus maybe like there was some cool stuff in there, but it, it wasn't like that one big hype moment mm-hmm. that got me like, Oh my God, like Splatoon three was cool. But it was kind of like, Oh, mm-hmm. Oh, they're making a third one. Cool. They're actually doing it. All right, coming next year. Um, yeah. and, and I think there was just, like, while it was 50 minutes long, it, it was exciting that it was, it was a long one. I was hoping they would show a lot of cool stuff. But there was just this part in the middle that was, like, 20 minutes long. And I was like, like, all those games that we mentioned that none of, like, neither of us had anything to say about. It was that those we games. we didn't talk about, yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is just, like, kind of stretching a little bit, trying to kind of fill in the gap and kind of just make this a big thing, even though the games weren't, even, even though the games themselves weren't that exciting. Um, yeah, I, I just hope I just hope we get a Zelda Direct in the next few weeks that gives us more stuff to look forward to. Um, but if this means that we're not getting a ma- another major Direct until like the summer, it's kind of a bummer. I, just, I don't know. It just it wasn't that great to me for waiting, which is we were waiting for so long. Yeah, I think... 
I think that it, it sucks that there wasn't a direct for over a year and a half because it made expectations for this one so much higher. But it's a take I saw was like, you've been absent for a year and a half and this is all you brought to the table. It's it's no, they weren't absent. They were just announcing games in different ways because since that last the last direct in September of 2019, we still got Paper Mario and Clubhouse games and Animal Crossing and Pikmin 3 Deluxe and Hyrule Warriors. A lot of first party Nintendo stuff that would have been announced in these directs had they been having them. So I think that this, it had a tough task going in just because it had been so long since the last one, but I'm really excited about golf. I think Splatoon three was a cool uh, thing to end it on. I think just the Zelda stuff, I think is what held this one back for me, but you take a look at Nintendo's release calendar now through August, they've got a big game every month, some third party, some first party monster hunter in March, Pokemon snap in April, uh, Metopia in May and the Famicom games, Mario Tennis in June, Zelda in July, No More Heroes in August. So yeah. it's a pretty full calendar. It's just, I think, not not the big news we were hoping for. Yeah, and I also always forget that the Pokemon Direct, there's probably Pokemon Direct happening next week or Pokemon yeah. announcements. So that lineup that you just mentioned could be even bigger with like a new Pokemon spinoff or something. Or, you know, they, I feel I like think Pokemon... That- I think the new Pokemon will be their big fall game. I think that November you'll see either Diamond and Pearl remakes or some some other new mainline Pokemon game. Yeah, or some like Let's Go thing or something like a remake of Jota. Let's Go version of Pokemon Jota. Or like, (laughs) or yeah, I would. I I just want a Diamond and Pearl remake from that. Honestly, that I've been seeing so many rumors about it, and I'm like, I'm actually like getting really excited, even though Diamond and Pearl weren't like my favorite uh, gens, but they were really Mm -hmm. cool and very monumental and like establishing the, the DS franchise of Pokemon games. So that's exciting. So hopefully yeah, like, yeah, I think we'll see a lot more stuff coming out of Nintendo. I, I just think they were kind of held back from this direct because of the Pokemon stuff coming and because of the Zelda stuff they probably have in store. So maybe this, this could have been like something incredible, but they're kind of like trying to just make sure everything fits into the right places um, and announcements aren't being yeah like announced and things where they shouldn't be. But um, yeah, it was I think it was a it was a fine direct. I'm not like complaining about it. Um, like like you said, there's so many there's so many third party releases coming out, like um, Bravely Default and Monster Hunter and No More Heroes and like stuff like that. That has like a lot of people are going to be excited about that that are that are fans of those franchises. So it's going to be cool mm-hmm, to see sure. how all those line up. But yeah, that that um, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. We got like we got this down in like exactly an hour, which was awesome. Can I mention? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That list was like the perfect length. Um, so if people wanted to like follow you, where can they see your stuff and your podcast? So just pretty much plug whatever you want at this point. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Logan J Plant. Uh, my podcast is on Twitter at Ode to Games. And yeah, I'm around. I news features at IGN, which I'll post through my own personal Twitter as well. Yeah, I'll make sure to put like all that stuff in the uh, show notes too, so you guys can find all that stuff. And uh, yeah, so that brings us to the end of the tenth episode of the Positive Players Podcast. If you guys want to follow the show, you can follow us on Twitter at Positive Play Pod and on Instagram at Positive Players Podcast. God, that's a lot of peas. Uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Grayson Morales, and then you can find my writing at Game Rant. Uh, you know, I actually haven't. Um, so if anyone listens to this podcast and was wondering why I'm working at Game Rant now and not Twinfinite, it's because, yeah, that's what happened. I got a new job in January, so I'm no longer working at Twinfinite. So you can find my, I'm writing guides at Game Rant pretty much every day, every weekday. So you guys can find my work there. Um, and yeah, uh, if you guys like the podcast, please awesome. feel free to leave us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's awesome. I'm having a lot of fun so far. Um, so if anyone likes the podcast, you can uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, you know, follow us on Spotify. You, know, you can find us pretty much wherever your podcast services, other podcast services. Um, and yeah, thank you again, Logan, for coming out to the show. I, this was a lot of fun. I'm glad you got yeah, to like for connect, me. yeah, and talk about like Nintendo, which I know we both yeah. love and appreciate. Um, so yeah, that's the end of the episode. Thank you everyone for tuning in, and I'll talk to you later.